everybody. Welcome back to A Song and a Friend podcast. Tom Tom here. A couple weeks ago when I talked to Dan Hawthorne, we talked about Hold Your iPod to My Heart, and we also talked about Streets of Chicago. This episode is the second half of our conversation, but first, let's listen again to Streets of Chicago, but this time, an alternate version, recorded in January of 2020. In the heart of Chicago, there's streets you can't get to, streets you can't get to, you don't know their name. Some are above you, others below you, you try to get on them, but you try in vain. You're In the 
heart of Chicago There's streets you can't get to Streets you can't get to You don't know their name Some are above you Others below you You try to get on them But you try and T- tell me if this resonates. It, it feels, I mean, to me, a lot of the music that I've always been drawn to and trying to capture the um, that is, is sort of like, and, and this speaks to the small, like being in a small town, but knowing that, you know, the action is in the city. Sure. Um, like, is this element of being sort of an outsider, right? And uh-huh. that, like, that, and I think that you and I may have had similar childhoods. Uh, in some respects, sure. uh, just feeling like, and maybe everybody feels like this to a certain extent, but feeling <laughs> like you just don't fit in and everybody else like knows what's cool, but yes. like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. And so I always, but then growing up, the when I, when this song for the first thing I wrote down on my, when I was listening to Streets to Chicago, and I don't know if this is, w- would resonate with you, but like, it's so camper van Beethoven to me. <laughs> awesome. Like, you know, like <laughs> sure. there was that kind of, there was that strain of college radio. That's just yeah. like, we're not going to make Michael Jackson videos. We're going to, our video is going to be like, you know, the replacements, like here's an amp, like mm-hmm. you get what you get. You know, we, we don't fit into this corporate or glossy or high Gosh. dollar bright light structure. Wow. And like, and then you have that line in in about the stars and you know and there are only 12 and that gets me every time because it's so specific uh-huh. and it's not like it's not something that someone would intention don't take this the wrong way it's That's not fine. right right intentionally write as like deep lyrics it's just how many stars there are right. you know <laughs> it, it's, it hits just right because it's like hey you know you want to know how many stars are? There's 12. Like I'm just <laughs> that's how many you get in the city. So I'm sorry. Right. That was the line that grew the entire song. Um, Is that right? Yeah. I my wife and I went up to the Taste of Chicago, I think um 2003, 2004, like <laughs> a better part of a decade before the song came around. And I remember talking to one of the, the guys in one of the booths there, and they weren't selling deep dish pizza and they weren't selling kielbasa sausage there he was handing out tracks about the environmental crisis of the city of chicago and he was talking about you know there's only 12 stars in the night sky and i'm thinking to myself i remember talking to him like wow like that really really hit me because at that time in my life i was living in demott where you know thousands of stars every night and i just thought that's so different and and then it sort of built from there, like, it's only, you know, as far as the crow flies, it's 50 miles. I mean, sometimes it takes an hour and a half to drive there or go by train, but it's just right there, but it's a completely different world. And then that sort of rattled in my head for a couple of years. I've always been a little bit of that weird kid that I kind of feel like I'm walking around life in a, in a space suit, you know, uh, <laughs> Are you familiar? We're both, we were both born in the seventies. Are you familiar with the term earth suit? You know, like uh, you, you yeah. know, your, your body is your earth suit. It's, it's what the soul lives in to inhabit the planet. And yeah. uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. 
Yeah, I mean, that feeling of, and, and that translates to also the choices that we make musically, like, because I, I really do feel like in order to get to, you know, that next, at least even regionally or, you know, um, nationally recognized acts, not to mention like Beyonce oh, level or whatever, right, you know, right. The not just the the sacrifices that you make in terms of giving up all of that family life, mm-hmm. you know, but you, you also have to sort to a certain extent, like homogenize your product right. and make appealing to huge, you know, swaths of the public. Whereas mm-hmm. like, you know, sometimes you want to write a weird line because that's that's <laughs> the line that goes there. I get to leave that wrinkle in there. <laughs> yeah. And so in some respects, like my favorite musicians are the the ones that other people I haven't heard of. And the reason they haven't heard of them are is because they write stuff that only appeals to a small group. Of, sure. of people. I mean, you know, I don't know if that's selling out or, you know, going whatever, but. No, nah, it's, it's, it's good. You know, I mean, uh, when he was called, when he was called Cat Stevens, he had that song, you know, there's a million ways to be uh i don't know if you know that song oh my gosh for sure i made marco watch uh harold and maude exactly uh, that's the movie that made me fall in love with cat stevens yeah Uh uh-huh and um i remember watching that as a pretty young man and hearing that song and thinking like yeah yeah i i can be i can be tom that's that's okay and which is funny because sometimes i have great resolve about that but it's also in my my when the days when the black dog is upon me <laughs> and I get all depressed and down, it's because I worry that nobody really likes me for who I really am, you know. And that's sound, going back to the lyric of of streets. That's the sore spot for the character. He's like, you know, nobody really likes me for for who I am, and maybe they do, and that's part of the maybe the sadness of it. You just you just want him to stick it out a little bit longer. Maybe he could. He could, he could acclimatize right. to it. You know, being that close, we knew, I knew people who went up and it's like, that's it. I'm done with Indiana. I'm going to go get a job in the city. And they end up working in a bar or a restaurant and they become the bartender, you know, or, you yeah. know, or they get, or you, you go visit your friend who moves to the city. And um, this true story, the third stanza, you know, the morning is like super loud because of the traffic. And then there's an L train, like right next to the apartment that really happened to me one time. We were visiting some friends and it's like 6 a.m. Do you, do you feel like, I mean, when I was a kid, middle school, high school, I'm buying Rolling Stone magazine. I'm buying Spin, I'm buying Cream magazine. And I'm looking at, you know, Springsteen on the cover and like, and I'm practicing practicing what how i would stand oh okay you know, yeah, on yeah. The but but do you feel like that idea that because when you see that you're like oh that's definitely 100 percent springsteen uh-huh. and it might be bruce but do you don't do you feel like we've been sold even our generation has been sold this idea that you can be this like amazing individual and maintain integrity i think that's very 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 normal and it is very much the American dream. Like, you know, if if you just got the right chemical X, if you just work it a little bit, the right person will notice, and then you can just ride yeah. that that magic carpet, you know? My favorite, I think my favorite line outside of the number of stars, which like again tickles me every time, um, is the, the line about the, the idea that there are streets 
and you don't know their names. Like it's this whole, like I always hear that as like, <laughs> there is this hidden world. Like there are people have access to things and it's it's like very Ballad of a Thin Man. Like there's something happening and you don't know what it is. Uh, like there's all of this other stuff that other people know about. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's the way I've always heard that line. I don't know if that's the way it was it written. was It was intended to be that way, but it began from something very concrete. Um, but I realized in the moment when I was seeing the, the the actual architecture of the city that it could have a symbolic meaning. Yeah. Um, and so I just exploited it. I, I love like, you know, I don't know if you write in in waves, but the, the, it seems oh, like, there's a time, you know, <laughs> yes. Sometimes I just walk through the world and everything looks like a song lyric. Yes. You yes, know, yes, yes. And and. Actually, some of it, like I always think of David Byrne in um, what's that movie where he's talking about like the value of travel and the 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 the, the feel of white paper or something. And he's like all uh -huh. of the things that you notice when you get outside of you know the, mm -hmm. the day to day. But yeah, like seeing a thing and being like, oh, that's a that's a whole song right there. That that physical structure mm -hmm. tells this whole story. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks to Dan Hawthorne for his two interviews. Catch you next time.